Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Wednesday, October 18th, and the first two games of the championship series have been played, and we're talking about it. Let's do it. Hello, everybody. My name is Steven. This is the middle of the order. How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen, on this middle of the week episode? Never done a Wednesday before. We're going to dive on in here to talk some baseball. The Astros and the Rangers are in full swing. The Phillies and their loud crowd. What a two games that they just played against the D-backs. We're going to start and dive on in today with uh, talking about the Rangers and the Astros series. So uh, yeah, let's dive in on the recaps for those two games here. All right, so game one was a pitcher's duel in a sense. The Rangers did get on the board in the second after an Evan Carter double and a Jonah Heim single. Later on in the fifth inning, it's Leody Tavares taking Justin Verlander deep, a home run for him. His first of the postseason makes it 2 nothing Texas. Jordan Montgomery, he was on it in this game. Jordan Alvarez, the big Astro back, she struck him out all three times that Montgomery faced him. That's a huge batter to be getting uh, swings and misses on. Um, Monty was great. Saboris, Chapman, Leclerc, the four of them combined to shut out the Astros in the first game. As Texas wins it... Two to nothing. Joy Montgomery, as I said, was electric. Six and a third innings pitched, five hits, no earned runs, a walk, and six K. Six K. Excuse me. He needed to get that rebound game back. And Justin Verlander, he was pretty good too, but he gave up those two runs. The six and two thirds innings pitched for him, six hits. Two earned runs, two walks, and five Ks. So Texas gets the jump on the Astros on the road and takes the first game 1-0. Game 2 was heavy for Texas early as they got to Fromber. Two singles from Simeon and Seager to lead off the game. They score a run on an error from Fromber for a Roby Grossman comebacker. Adolis Garcia, RBI single, that makes it 2-0. And then Mitch Garver, the RBI single, makes it 3-0 before an out was even recorded in this game. Nathaniel Lau, he has an RBI single. Texas ends the top of the first up 4-0. And talk about a way to start that game off. Later on, bottom second, Jordan Alvarez, his fifth homer already of the postseason. That gets the Astros on the board in the series, making it 4-1. to one. Very next inning, though, top three, Jonah Heim gets that run right back, a solo shot of his own to make it 5-1 Texas. A couple innings later, we're in the bottom of the fourth, and it's Alex Bregman with a solo home run. That makes it a 5-2 ball game. And then in the bottom of the fifth, we got to see the balls on Nathan Iovaldi after allowing back-to-back singles to Brantley and McCormick. And then an error from Josh Young, which allows the bases to be loaded, and there's nobody out. A huge opportunity for the Astros. Nathan Iovaldi strikes out Yanir Diaz, strikes out Jose Altuve, and 
and gets Bregman to ground out to end the inning. He escapes the bases loaded, no outs jam. What a performance from Ivaldi. In the bottom of the sixth, though, the Astros do tackle on a run off of a Brantley double. That makes it 5-3. to three. And then later on, it's the bottom of the eighth. Jordan Alvarez again a home run. His sixth of the postseason. The Astros now only down one run heading into the final inning. Jose Leclerc comes in and gets a 1-2-3 inning in the ninth. That ends it. He gets the save for Texas, who comes to Houston and takes the first two games on the road as they beat them 5-4. to four. Nathan Eovaldi was great in this game. Six innings pitched, five hits, the three earned runs, one walk, and nine Ks. Of course, those came off some home runs. Uh, unluckily here, but for Amber Valdez, he's been getting eat up. Two and two-thirds innings pitched, seven hits, five runs, four of which were earned, one walk and six Ks. Not the greatest day for Fromber. Texas takes the 2-0 series lead as they head home. And what a game that will be for Texas. And I want to talk about Jose Leclerc really quickly because he has pitched in all seven of Texas postseason games. And he's done a great job out of the pen here. A one Dot two three ERA in seven games, seven strikeouts, four hits, has only given up the one earned run. He's been a pretty piece to that Texas bullpen that was so questionable coming into the postseason. And he's been doing his best to help out when they can alongside Montgomery, Ivaldi, guys like Chapman. He almost had a scare in the first game, giving up a, almost a two-run home run to Bregman. But Evan Carter makes a nice catch at the wall. It wasn't going to be a two-run home run, but that's what everyone thought when Bregman swung at the pitch from Chapman. Um, he's given up home runs to the Astros before, so you know you didn't want to make that mistake twice so Leclerc been dominant give him his props he's been great all right moving along now let's talk about the D-backs and the Phillies and Citizens Bank Park deserves the credit right now those fans have been electric in this postseason, whether it was games against Miami, games against the Braves, or now games against the D-backs, that fan base is off the charts Charts right now, excuse me. Talking about game one, welcome to the NLCS. First pitch from Zach Gallon to Schwarber, and it is crushed. one nothing Philly leadoff bomb from Schwarber. And we're not done there yet. Harper on his 31st birthday Turns on one, two batters later. It's 2 nothing with two home runs off of Gallon in the first. The very next inning, Castellanos is on a home run hitting tour. And he crushes his fifth home run in three games as he makes it 3 nothing. Three solo shots early have the Phillies out in front. Next inning with a Turner double. The base is open. They pitch to Harper instead of walking him. And he sends one down the line. Turner scores. It's 4 nothing. Later on, bottom five. Real Muto joins in on the fun with an RBI single. 5 nothing Philly. And Zach Wheeler was absolutely impressive. He gave up a leadoff hit on a broken bat to Corbin Carroll in the first inning to lead off the game. And since that point, he retired the next 50. 
15 hitters in a row he was carousing until the sixth inning where the D-backs put an end to that. A Longoria single ended the 15 consecutive outs. And then a two-run home run from Geraldo Perdomo put the D-backs on the board as they made it a 5-2 game. Next inning in the top of the seventh, runners on the corners, no outs. All the D-backs can get is a sack fly from Alec Thomas to make it a 5-3 game. Nothing happens from that point on. Kimbrell comes in, gets the save, winning game one for the Phillies as they take it 5-3. And like I said, Zach Wheeler was great. Six innings pitched, three hits, two earned runs off of the home run no walks and eight k's zach gallon on the other hand he was okay to be honest i mean yeah he gave up the three solo shots but he was still pitching all right five innings pitched eight hits the five earned runs two walks and four k's but in this you know in the postseason it doesn't matter how good your stuff looks giving up five earned runs in five innings is not what you want from your starter phillies take a game one Game two now for the D-backs, and it's a little bit louder and a little bit worse. Two batters in, it's one nothing. Trey Turner, solo shot. Bottom three, it's Schwarber again, home run. It's 2 nothing Phillies. The D-backs are having a hard time with Aaron Nola on the bump. Meanwhile, the Phillies enter the sixth inning, and guess who's leading it off with a home run? Schwarber again, his third home run of the series. 3 nothing Phillies, but that wasn't the only run. With two outs in the inning, Real Muto delivers a two-run double to make it 5 nothing. They walk Castellanos and then Marsh doubles a run in Bermuda scores. It is 6 nothing Philly. Next inning, bottom of the seventh, and it's more of the same. Alec Bohm, he doubles in two runners score. That's 8 nothing. Real Muto, another RBI on a single. And then Castellanos with a sack fly. That brings it to double dig- digits as the Phillies score four runs in the sixth and then add four more in the seventh to make it a 10 nothing game. The D-backs can't do anything and they get shut out as the Phillies are 6-0 at home this postseason and take a 2 nothing series lead as as they win it 10 nothing big game the Philly crowd was loud and Kelly couldn't keep up although he pitched all right Aranola though was great six innings pitched three hits no earned runs no walks and seven K's while Kelly on the other hand you take away those three home runs he didn't give up a single hit he pitched five and two thirds gave up three hits being the three home runs four earned runs uh, to his name, three walks and then six Ks. Uh, so yeah, it's just really unfortunate Schwarber got to him twice. Turner got to him early. And I mean, Aaron Nola on one hand has been amazing for the Phillies in his three starts. He is 3-0, and 18 and two-thirds innings pitched, 19 Ks, and his ERA is 0.96. He's been dominant for the Phillies as well as Wheeler but I mean that's a one two punch that's as strong as any right now they're they're pitching out of their minds for the Philadelphia Phillies 
So, so far in this postseason, only four players have over 10 hits, three of which are from the Phillies. Trey Turner, Bryce Harper, and Nicholas Castellanos have been amazing in the postseason. Uh, Cattell Marte being the other player with over 10 hits. And if you're the D-backs, you just dropped two games on the road. You're heading home for now the next two, possibly three, if you can get a win. Um... You know, what you guys need to do is you guys need to start hitting as a team. Outside of Corbin Carroll and Cattell Marte, nobody has an average above 250. Uh, Christian Walker has an average of 250. But, you know, Tommy Pham, Evan Longoria, uh, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Alec Thomas, all of which hitting below 250. You know... We saw the Brewers series. We saw how they turned it on. The Dodgers series, they kept it. These first two games against the Phillies have not been so kind to them. They need to start working on that, you know. Um, the D-backs weren't a home run hitting team, yet they showed up against the Brewers, even with the Dodgers hitting home runs. Moreno's had three. You know, Gurriel had one. Carroll had a couple. Uh, so far, they've been kind of kept quiet outside of the Geraldo Perdomo homer in Game 1. Hey, they were down 5 nothing in Game 1, and they scored three runs uh, and kept things close. You know, Game 2, that was a hard game to go against Nola. Uh, they can't do much. But, you know, I think if you're Arizona, you still have to feel good. You still have to feel like you can win this series because you know what? You can. You just need to get through these next couple of games here and have a better game plan when you have to face Wheeler and Nola again. That's where you guys will struggle. That's where you guys could lose this series. Uh, but Philly's been electric. They've been dominant, and, uh, you know, they deserve to be up to nothing. The Astros, on the other hand, they're struggling mightily against Texas right now, and even in the postseason in general. The Astros need Kyle Tucker. He's about in fourth there. You know, he's a guy, guy. And he is two for 22 in this postseason with seven Ks. That's an average of 0.91. When you're not even hitting 100, you got to lower him in the lineup. You got to bring up the guys right now. Altuve's batting first, and he's four for 25 in the postseason. That's an average of 160. Yanir Diaz, he's 0 for 10. Like a lot of these Astros have been struggling outside of guys like Jordan Alvarez, you know, Jose Abreu's been good, Chaz McCormick, Michael Brantley, maybe even Bregman's been good. But, you know, Abreu bats six, McCormick bats seventh, Brantley bats eighth, essentially. Like, these are guys, you know, the bottom of the lineup is doing it. And outside of Jordan Alvarez, like Altuve's not, you know, he's struggling. Kyle Tucker's not looking good. Bregman's been hit or miss. He's had a couple of clutch hits. He had the home run in the first game, or excuse me, the second game. But, I mean, you guys need a hit. And, you know, Montgomery and Evaldi, they've been tough cookies for everybody. You know, Texas hasn't lost yet. They're they're 7-0. They swept Tampa Bay. They swept Baltimore. And they've taken the first two games against you guys here. And, I mean, if you're the Astros, you need to win game three today. Uh, it's an absolute must or else, you know, you're pretty much saying Texas is heading to the World Series. I don't think the Astros win four straight after dropping the first three, especially with Fromber, the way he's been pitching. He's been awful for the Astros. In seven innings pitched, he has nine earned runs. The Astros last year with their World Series run, 
you know, how many innings he pitched. He only gave up four earned runs. He has doubled that, and he's pitched way less. So it's not been a good stretch for Frambert here in this postseason. You know, the Astros' bullpen's been good. They're able, they're able to stop the bleeding after, you know, the starting pitcher comes in and, and and finishes the job. Brian Abreu in the back of that bullpen has been amazing. He has 11 strikeouts in five and a third innings pitched. Hasn't given up a run yet. Ryan Presley hasn't given up a run yet. You know, outside of guys like Hector Neris, uh, Ryan Stanek, the Astros bullpen has been great, but they just need to get offense early. They need to have their starter hold Texas early. Texas's offense is potent. They will jump on you. You know, we saw that with Fromber in game two, four runs quick like that. You know, if the Astros limit that, they win the second game, you know. Uh, so for Astros fans, for D-backs, you guys are struggling right now. You guys are 0-2. Uh, it's a must-win game for Game 3. The D-backs tomorrow, the Astros tonight. You you have to win it if you are those two teams. Or else right now we're looking like we're going to have a Rangers-Phillies World Series matchup. Who could have predicted that one? And if you're the Astros today, it might be a little bit harder because Max Scherzer is back and he is pitching and starting for Game 3 for Texas. What a story for Scherzer. He last start, his last start was September 12th against the Blue Jays, pitched five and a third scoreless innings there. And then he had muscle problems, right arm struggle, and he was placed on the IL and people thought he was going to be done for the season entirely. Um, But he immediately said, no, you know what, if we make postseason, we get deep enough, I'll be back. And he's worked hard, and sure enough, after a month plus, you know, a month plus a week, he is back. He is pitching Game 3 today against Christian Javier. And if you're Texas, that's huge for you to get this guy back in your in your rotation. You know, Montgomery and Evaldi have been great, but how much can, you know, Scherzer has been a multiple Cy Young winner. He's been in these games before. He's won a World Series. Like, he is a guy that you need if you're Texas. And, um, you know, if you're going to the game today, I'm sure you're more than excited to watch this guy pitch. Uh, the question that I'm wondering, though, is how far will he go into this game? Obviously, we know that he, you know, he's coming off of injury. Um, you know, and the Astros—they've—they've they've hit him before. They've—they've—they've they've, they've seen Scherzer in games like this before, the 2019 World Series. Um, you know, and and if we get Scherzer out early, we see more of that Texas bullpen, right? Where we're talking about how this Texas bullpen has been really good. That's also because guys like Evaldi and Montgomery have brought them into the sixth inning, into the seventh inning, where they only have to get, you know, two innings of work, three innings of work. And Leclerc's been, you know, pitched in seven games. Sabors has been a back end guy, Chapman here and there. Uh, but we haven't really seen the full, like, the full. Texas bullpen because they don't need to go to them. If Scherzer only gets let's say five innings, that's four innings of work for the bullpen and that gives the Astros plenty of time you know, if they need to come back in this game or if they need to add on to a lead 
So I think this is a big one for the Astros. Um, if they can get to Scherzer and they can get to him early, I think Texas could be in a situation, you know, if they end up using a lot of their bullpen, that puts them in a struggle for these next two games in Texas, right? These are They're playing three games in a row now, uh, today, tomorrow, and on Friday, um, if necessary. And if the bullpen is being taxed today, you know, they could be even more taxed tomorrow and even on Friday if needed. So the Astros need to get to Scherzer. It is good to have him back, and it is going to be fun to watch him pitch today. But the only question really is how effective will he be for the Rangers? All right, now let's take a quick look at the upcoming games for the postseason here for the championship series. Today is game three of the ALCS. Christian Javier for the Astros in Texas taking on Max Scherzer for your Rangers. Tomorrow will be game four of the ALCS. It's TBD versus TBD, so we're not sure who's going yet. Uh, tomorrow also Ranger, or excuse me, Phillies and D-backs. We're heading to Arizona now uh, for Game Three, and it's gonna be Ranger Suarez on the bump for the Phillies as they take on Brandon Fott, the rookie for the Diamondbacks. Uh, tomorrow on the Thursday. On Friday, we have game four of that NLCS with TBDs on the bumps. Um, and then if necessary, if Texas doesn't win today and tomorrow, we'll have game five of the ALCS if necessary uh, in Texas there. Saturday, the 21st, we run game five of the NLCS if the Phillies don't win the next two. Um, and then Sunday on the 22nd, it'll be game six, if necessary, of the ALCS between the Astros and Rangers. But that would mean Houston winning two of the next three. So we'll see if we'll get to game six regardless. Um, and then Monday on the 23rd, that's when we will have our next episode. It'll be episode 60, which is crazy to think. Uh, thank you all for the support throughout the season. But we're not done yet. We're still going strong. Uh, but yes, next episode will be on Monday, so we have a, a nice five-day break here, um, and that episode will be going over the game. So, you know, what is that, seven games to go over uh, if necessary, so that will be fun there. And then who knows, maybe I'll be talking about the World Series preview between, you know, the Rangers and Phillies on Monday. Uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying your postseason baseball, and I really hope right now that you're taking in every moment of these baseball games. Uh, we have football back. Hockey is now back. Basketball is around the corner. We'll have that nice week and a half of all four sports being played at once. But then the baseball season will come to an end. So really enjoy these baseball games in the next few weeks here. Thank you, everybody, so, so, so much. And I will see you guys on Monday.